0: is the punt return with Woot and y. and it's all proudly brought to you by Reading the Play,
1: the place to go for the winning edge. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Punt Return. I am Josh and We're doing things a little bit different in Week Nine. We're at, we're past the halfway point of the season, or we're at the halfway point of the season. So to open the show, I'm joined by Mr. NFL of Reading the Play. And if you head to ReadingthePlay.com for the winning edge on all sport and horse racing, not just NFL. Um, But you can check out college football as well. And it is uh, spring carnival season, so definitely a time to check out Reading the Play. Mr. NFL, what's going on, buddy?
2: Hi, Josh, how are you doing? Uh, Running solo so far this evening?
1: Yeah, I am. Uh, We'll uh, dial in Woot uh, from afar uh, later on in the pod. But uh, I'm keen to to hash out last week. So you you went Eagles minus 13. Uh, Carson Wentz. Didn't have the best games in compared to previous weeks, but it was enough anyway, as they easily, easily covered uh, the minus thirteen versus San Fran.
2: Yeah, going over last week's uh, breakdown, you know they just had too many weapons. Um, poor old San Fran, you know they've been running it close to a lot of teams in previous weeks, but you know going away to um, Philly trying to keep it close, you know it's a tough job. You know the Eagles have been really consistent this year, and you know and it proved to be uh, over the weekend.
1: There we go, and you know we had a great week, uh, Woot and I, last week. And and before we talk about Woot and I's picks, overall, uh, you, you, obviously, how did you go overall in week nine um, with with reading the play? How did the uh, reading the play punters fare? Listening to your advice.
2: Yeah, we we had a positive return um, on. Uh... The overall selections through college and NFL, you know, both the best bets uh, uh, came through with uh, positive colours on both the college and NFL. So yeah, they're all positives. And, yeah, it wasn't a bad week. wasn't a good week. But, um, you know, you, you've got to sort of, you know, be a bit consistent and just sort of, uh, you know, minimise any damage. But this week, yes, yeah, a slight return. But, um, yeah, it's good.
1: That's it. Any, any, uh, Not a loss is a win at this point. So you, you take what you can get when it's been a sort of a bizarre season. But last week, Woot went uh, Woot went three from three with his picks with Minnesota minus nine and a half against Cleveland. Over 37 and a half, um, Miami at Baltimore. That got very close there. Um, Baltimore managed to get that all on their own. Buffalo minus two and a half versus Oakland. Uh, and then I went two from three, but I also got my upset pick right in uh, Carolina at $2.10, um, winning as the only upset of the week. I had Kansas City minus seven versus Denver and New England minus seven. Against the Chargers, thanks to uh, Travis Benjamin's stupidity on that one. But the only one that I lost on was the under 45 and a half Houston at Seattle. Um, I really thought that Deshaun Watson would struggle against, uh, that Legion of Boom in Seattle and Seattle would, you know, still stick to being a, a great under team this year. But, um, it was pretty much all done and dusted at halftime as Deshaun Watson and the boys, uh, really took it to Seattle and, and, and Russell Wilson and co fought back. But, um part of that high octane uh play is kind of what you're leaning for in week nine am i correct
2: yeah you, you are correct and just before i get into that i just like to you know commend you guys on such an excellent covering last week and all those selections you know uh, unfortunately the went down on that on that total play oh, but
1: sorry guys um,
2: <laughs> no that that's all good but you know um i think watson's been excellent this year i'm really a fan and you know, and leading into this week, you know, I've got to go with the Texans. But, you know, I'll take them at the line at the minus 12. And, you know, just breaking down the numbers against a really poor Indianapolis side, you know, that Houston dominate, you know, four of the five key areas of the game. Their run offence and defence is clearly dominant over the Colts. And and again, on the passing side of the the ball, you know, the, the offence and defence is much better than Indianapolis, Um yeah, a slight edge to the Colts in special teams, but no, it's not really very significant. And, you know, and I think also the Texans have had a much harder schedule this year in comparison to the Colts and now they get back home after that tough loss against the Seahawks and looking to gain some grand in their very competitive division. You know, it's a, it's a key time now and, you know, I think a, a game for the Texans against a lesser opposition, they're really looking forward to, you know, really getting the job done and you know, I, I, like I said, I like what Watson's been done. What he's put together this year, his numbers have been great. And you know, you know, I, I really lean toward um, the Texans having a comfortable win at home.
1: Yeah, I am um, leaning that way too. I'm always scared with these double-digit lines because um, it has hasn't really worked much this season. But the last two weeks, I think the cream of the crop started to rise, um, and the teams that are, are, are cellar dwellers are starting to. Um, show their true colours as well. And you're right, I think, um, you know, if you're just looking at the metrics of what Deshaun did in Seattle last week, now they're, pl- they're facing a Colts defence that's 31st in pass defence. They've allowed five 300-yard passes. They've allowed five quarterbacks to have 100 or more passer rating. And here's the big one that suits sort of Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. 42 completions they've allowed of 20-plus yards. So um, with Malik Hooker out and a few of their corners banged up, um, everything, everything points to uh, the Texans covering and uh, laying the smackdown on uh, my lowly, poor Indianapolis Colts.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid you're right. You're breaking that down beautifully, and you know uh, all those matchups and, and injuries, and you know all those things sort of just roll into what I've covered off on. And yeah. I, I'll be ultra-surprised if they don't cover this line. And, you know, this is our, my, the Rooney plays best bet for the, the weekend. So, you know, I'd suggest maybe try to sneak in and grab it before if it does go to the 14. But it's it's holding steady at the moment. Yep. But, um, who knows where that might go.
1: Yeah, divisional rival. I, I can't see it going over 14. But, yeah, I, take the two points now. Um, you know, 12 to 14 still a two-point gap there. That can come exactly. in handy. yeah um, just ask uh, Travis Benjamin after last week uh, and the punters that were on the, the, the New England minus seven whether that came in handy or not. But um, we'll uh, we'll link up with Woot later on in the show and, and give you the three-legged multi that we like this week with the Texans minus 12 versus Indianapolis. But before we let you go, Mr. NFL, um, any, any message for potential reading the play, people that are interested?
2: Well, yeah, look, guys, you know there's plenty of great options uh, for subscriptions on on the website. Um, you know, you get the NFL and college uh, selections combined with all the analysis. So, you know, um, you know, you get a free SMS service as well. You know, they that, that send through all the plays, so you know you're not going to miss out. And you know, I think for those that do join us, we'll have a full list of plays and breakdowns online over the weekend. So. Again, I encourage the bevy of and Why listeners to visit the website, subscribe, and come and have a bit of fun. The NFL season's halfway through, so you know, come down. Let's enjoy it.
1: Perfect. Um, I can't wait. That's the first thing I'm going to mention to Woot is the word that you use to describe the uh, listeners is bevy. Um, he'll enjoy that. Um, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you next week, Mr. NFL. Thank you for joining us, and good luck in, in Week
2: 9. No worries. Um hope that multi uh, plays out well this week.
1: Yeah, I won't let us down this week, I promise.
2: <laughs> All good. Thanks, Josh. Cheers, mate. All right,
1: joining me on the pod as usual, Josh Woot. What's going on, buddy? How, how are we? Uh,
0: busy times in uh, regular life outside of the sport. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, football life's great, though. The uh, Philly... Billy's going strength to the strength, so I'm loving that. Yep. Plus, last week, it was a, a green week for the punt return, so
1: that was good. Very green week. The the one red blemish was my underbet and your Miami underdog bet, but you don't expect underdogs. They're underdogs for a reason, so... Yeah,
0: we always take a punt on an underdog. Just They're generally a team that we want to see upset the other team as well.
1: Yeah, but we've actually had a pretty good strike rate on them, uh, funnily enough, so... Very interesting times. Um, Now, I've had Mr. NFL on. We've talked about his bet. Um, He's on the Texans minus 12 um, versus Indy. Um, A wise bet, knowing my cults. Um, I also want to mention that he used the word bevy um, in relation to the conglomerate of our listeners. He used the what? He used the word bevy as the... uh, the, fra- the collective noun of our listeners. A bevy of Wooten Wire listeners is the, the, the line that he used. I thought you would appreciate that.
0: I I appreciate that very, very much. I think that's, uh, that's pretty good for uh, the Australian yep. we could, uh, contingent. We could have a few bevvies be uh, this weekend. Bevvies with our bevvies?
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. That,
0: that should be like a Wooten Wire event.
1: <laughs> bevvies with our BFFEs? Yeah. bevvies with our Beffies. Go. Okay, I get it. Nice work. Good there form. You. You're in good form. Speaking of form, let's um, let's go through our plays. Week nine. Um, you're 14 and nine on the year. Very good strike rate. Um, what's your first play this week?
0: Um, I'm going with the Rams. So the Rams minus three and a half. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, just the the Giants and the Rams both coming off a bye. But the Giants are really struggling to. We, it, it, they 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 really showed what they were, what they're missing. Their last game that they hit it well the week before, but then I think we really saw the true Giants in their last game. Um, yeah, the Giants they're struggling on offense as it is, but when it comes to third down, they really don't have anything. Vereen was supposed to be this. Ever since Vereen got there, he was viewed as you know that that guy, how the how the Patriots used him as that third down back who could, you know, break out as a wide receiver or anything like that. But they don't really have an option. They just, they don't have anything yep. that can help them get there. And the Rams are just, they're just guns. They're just, they're just, I I can't believe what a turnaround the Rams have done. And it's just, I don't know, the, the way that they just extend drives with all their offensive weapons, especially the use of Todd Gurley, um he's been a revitalized running back this season I, I just think they're just gonna wear down the Giants as the as the game goes on without the Giants being able to sustain any meaningful drives really yep.
1: no Janoris Jenkins for the Giants as well and if we're looking at DVOA the big gap between the two Giants at 25th the Rams actually second in DVOA um in the league so um big... who's the number one number one is Pittsburgh currently at the moment um Nice. Just consistent across the board. Number five offense, number five defense. So they're going from strength good. to strength. Uh, the Steelers, but yeah, definitely the Rams. There's a big gap. but They are traveling sort of um, across the across the country, but they are coming off a bye, as are the Giants. But uh, the Giants are actually five and zero against the spread in their last five games when playing the Los Angeles Rams. But these are a different Rams as opposed to your Jeff Fisher um, led Rams. So um, in terms of a, a 23-point gap in terms of DVOA and only getting 3.5. That .5 might come back to Hornus, but I think uh, it's a solid play, especially the way the Rams are playing, and especially no Jack Rabbit, who's been in good form this year.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Josh. It always, it always feels good when you back up like that. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you went 3-0, and I agreed with every pick last week, so, you know, <laughs> that's why they won collectively we went you know we went five from six like let's we're we're a team here um it's that's a team amazing. sport um all right i'm going over in the buffalo and jets game tomorrow um i initially was like oh over 43 but it's actually dropped now to uh 42 and a half so um i'll definitely be taking that um i think you know the, the home field advantage isn't isn't that big in in terms of the division games and between these two and the jets have been engaged in you know some shootouts they've had games with 59 and 65 points last week was like heavy rain and strong winds and even that had 45 points so you know the jets defense they ranked 22nd and 26th in yards allowed so in 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 terms of sorry they ranked 22nd in the yards allowed, and then their team points as well. They rank 26 in in points allowed as well. So they're in the bottom lot in terms of uh, in terms of allowing points. And the Bills away from home, their defense isn't as stingy away from home. So I, I'm expecting the Jets to be able to score some points, but um, you know, give up some points as well. So I, I definitely think there'll be a, an over in this game. I, I I think, especially given Thursday, apart from that one Houston. Cincinnati game that was a terrible, terrible game. That's a long. That was a long, long time ago. A lot of the Thursday games have been high-scoring affairs.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I am completely baffled about how the Jets have managed to turn their season into something that is just you know intriguing. They were they were supposed to be just the bot. They were supposed to suck. They were supposed to not be anything. They were they was supposed to be just the team that you know. We might hear about some flashy play every now and then, but they were supposed to just suck. But they're putting up points, and yep. Josh McCowan is probably being the quarterback that say Shanahan wanted Brian Hoyer to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: over at uh, San Francisco to begin the year. But Josh McCowan, is he's balling. He's, he's balling ballin for a guy that ever had everyone had written off. So, yep, proud of him. Proud of our Josh, of course. Yep. Um, but yeah, I do. I do like the pick. I think, uh, like you said, Bills away from home aren't the same kind of defense. They do feed off that energy in Buffalo, but
1: yeah, they're still good, yeah. but they're just not as strong, obviously, at home. Um, yeah, but this season, the midweeks, the midweek games, 80, eighty, sixty-one, fifty-one, and and forty-nine, twice. So, um, high-scoring affairs on Thursday.
0: Yeah, well, feeding off the back of that, I'll go into my next pick. Yep, my. Next pick is the Bills minus three. I still think the Bills minus three is good value here. I, just, I know we just mentioned that the uh, the Bills defense isn't the same at home, but they're quietly not that bad on offense. They're just they're they're always underdogs. They're five one and one against the spread for the season. Yep, they're just they love being underdogs, and it's just. I don't know, I, I really I really like this spot. I think team I think people are going to I don't know, I don't know what it is. there's a thing about the, the Jets that everyone is kind of counteracted now where people are too afraid to give too much of a start to the Jets because the Jets have been, you know, obviously burning people all year. Yep. So yeah, I feel like it's almost gone in the other direction. It's like but...
1: an anti hype play. I guess, yeah. post-hype, and I don't then,
0: know. Yeah. And then when it always comes back to the Bills, they're just like, eh, I don't know how to pick the Bills. It's just, it's, it It really is just, uh, Um, I don't know how to say it. But to be honest, I just think the Bills just love being that underdog, and they're always the underdog, and I don't know why it hasn't changed yet. I don't yeah. know why people haven't adjusted. Well, they are favourites to... in this
1: game, but I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I... I Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what more to say. I think that, I just think the Tyrod and the guys are just they're going from strength to strength. I don't know how the impact of Kelvin Benjamin is going to change anything. That's that's one thing. That's another weapon that, you know, they might utilize straight away and just I think love, just, but... yeah,
1: in the red zone, definitely. But, you know, they're, they're running the ball really well the last few weeks with McCoy. And Muhammad Wilkerson's probably not going to play because of the short week. And this isn't the same Jets' run defense of previous years as well. So I do think the offense of the Bills will, will be able to get rolling.
0: Yeah. One thing uh, we haven't spoke about yet, you and I, that trade is utterly baffling. Yep. Yeah. It is, right? I, I don't understand why it
1: happened. Yeah, I talked about it with, with Scott on the pod, on the main pod. Please check that out if you are uh, haven't listened to that. But, yeah, I just don't understand why they just didn't keep Sammy Watkins, who's younger, faster, and better than Kelvin Benjamin. But, anyway.
0: I'm, I'm totally confused. And, and, I, like, and the, I like Benjamin, and the other but side. still. And the other side. I don't understand why Yeah, the Panthers got rid of him. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yep.
1: All right, um, so you're on the Bills minus three as your second play. Uh, my next play, um, if we were recording yesterday like we usually do, you could have got some good value on the Chiefs plus one against the uh, Dallas Cowboys, but it's actually flipped now, but I'm still going to take it because I, I do believe that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs will win this game against the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, even though it's in Dallas, um, the Chiefs, and managing the score pretty much 30 points a game with ease. They they put up 29 against Denver without really sort of, you know, they'll comfortably up for most of the game. So they, they didn't really have to put the foot fully down on the accelerator and score plenty of points. But I just think that they're too good for this Dallas defense who have been pretty good the last two weeks. But when you look at the competition that they've played, hasn't been as a, as a lead as this Kansas city offense. And I definitely think, uh, Alex Smith and uh, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill can um, can get this done, especially now without Ezekiel Elliott being able to control the clock and, and pick up first downs. You know, as good as Alfred Morris is, the difference between Zeke and him is too substantial. I think the Chiefs will uh, be able to run away with this, especially Kareem Hunt running on, uh, doing a bit of Ezekiel Elliott on the Cowboys.
0: Oh, mate, you've got some gojones with the bets that you make. Like, I agree with this, but this could, you know, this is a game that could go either way. Yeah. It's one of those games where you think the Chiefs, like, you know, the Chiefs are in a good spot, and then all of a sudden it's just, they might, they might collapse like they did a few weeks back. But I, I like the bet. I think that just the whole Zeke situation and scenario has just, I reckon this would have uh, taken its toll on this team this week. It's just, you know, an absolute media circus. People trying to duck media all week and, you know, just... It, it it really has to hurt their uh, hurt their confidence for the the season going forward. I know that he'll be back before the regular season's done, but you know that's just such an offensive weapon who has been on a roll lately. So, yep. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, right.
1: Dallas are Dallas are thirtieth in rushing defense in DVOA, so I just think that they can't keep Kansas City off the field. I just think they'll they'll be able to. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott on Kansas City. I'm I'm keen for this game. I, I think it's going to be. A fun game, but um, I'm happy to bet on it. Happy to show some cojones, as you say. Ooh.
0: There there are some huge hanging (laughs) onions this week. All right. My last bet. Are you ready for it? Yep. Uh, All right. I'm going Jags minus four and a half. So the Jaguars going up against Cincinnati. They're, They're playing at home. Surprisingly, they've been worse at home, but it's only a small sample size. Uh they've got the titans who have been improving week after week recently the jags have to keep up and they're going up against this offensive line of the bengal's who are atrocious they are horrible they struggle to protect our dalton the destroyer who hasn't destroyed anything this season let's be fair but
1: he's destroyed his been... reputation that's for sure
0: <laughs> yeah um, no, he still has that um, primetime reputation, though, of not being able to do anything. Oh, man, Derek Carr he... blew it
1: by winning against Kansas City. I know. City. <laughs> I know. Ruined, the, ruined the narrative.
0: It was funny. Uh, all right, back to the Bengals. Yeah, their offensive line is future, but this front of the Jags...
1: Just... Saxonville, baby.
0: Oh, my God, Saxonville. They're going to they're gonna eat this offensive line up. Dalton, I, I, I have a a slight hesitation that this is the game where Dalton... Just, you know, goes, oh, bring it. And then has his Dalton game where everyone's like, see, this is why Dalton has been sticking around. But I I think, I, I don't think that this offensive line is going to be anything. It's just, this front is just ridiculous. That's why they got the name Saxonville. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, I think that battle alone is worth the four and a half points. And I think the Jags will get this done and keep the pressure on for the AFC South.
1: All right, well, I'm going to lead us into... Well, actually, I can't because I've got to do my last pick, but uh-huh. um, I, I, I wanted to skip ahead to my underdog because it contradicts your last play, but I will I will hold off the brakes. Um, I'm going to take Detroit uh, minus uh, 2.5 against the Green Bay Packers, the Brett Hundley-led Green Bay Packers on uh, Tuesday night, or Tuesday, sorry, Monday night football, Tuesday here in Australia. Um, I just... Look, I think Hundley's going to be a lot better. Like I, I know he's going to be better. He can't possibly be as bad as he's as he was. Uh, you know, in his debut, he's had the buys, had a couple of weeks. But Detroit are good. Like they're a good team. They're a solid team. They hung in there. They were they, sh- you know, if they found the end zone just once, they sort of just fell apart a little bit in the red zone. Kind of pulled off their best Kirk Cousins impersonation in the red zone last week and against the Steelers. But they hung in this game and. You know, the Steelers had that 97-yard touchdown, which was just one bad sort of blown coverage. But I just can't see a team like the Packers without Aaron Rodgers doing that on them um, this time. And I just think Detroit are a really good, solid team. They're 7th they're overall in DVOA defense. They're 8th uh, against the pass, 5th against the rush. So they'll be able to sort of do their best to contain Aaron Jones and force Huntley to beat them. And I just think under a field goal is just... Um, he just I think it's just easy. I think it, not to overthink it. Detroit are a better team. Green Bay are a really bad team. Aaron Rodgers covered up a lot of their flaws. And uh, I think Golden Tate and Marvin Jones against his secondary should have a good day.
0: I have a real soft spot for Detroit, hey. I don't know about you, but it's just I do have a soft spot for Detroit and I think Matt Stafford is just he's a he's a really good quarterback in just a bad situation that they've never really figured out what to do.
2: Hmm. Ever since Megatron
0: left, it was kind of just like, oh, what do we do now? But yeah, I I, I agree with your pick. It, uh, you know, to be to begin the season, I thought this Packers team was really good. But you do, like you said, Rogers has covered. It, it just shows how many flaws he has covered up.
1: Yep. So they are right. you know, 18th and 21st in defense, pass and rush. So bottom, bottom three. I want to contradict your uh, one of your plays of my underdog picks. So well, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals at $2.85 this week to upset the Jags, and it's not me doubting the Jacksonville defense. It's not me not denying how bad Andy Dalton and the offensive line is. I just have a feeling that we're due a uh, Blake Bortles sort of crap the bed game where he throws a few picks because the Bengals defense is underrated and William Jackson's playing really good. Adam Jones is playing well. They've got a pair of good corners, their run defence is solid with Geno Atkins. I just think that they could have a little bit of a chance here to in a really low scoring scrappy affair, just getting a, a freak turnover or a special teams play um and win this game. I do think Jacksonville's defense is the best unit of any on on this game, but Cincinnati's four and one straight up in its last five games against Jacksonville. So do
0: you do you watch Jags win by one now and just kill us
1: both both. I know. I know.
0: What, so, for, what you have to do.
1: Take a, a tri-bed option if you want, guys. <laughs> Either team by less than three and a half. Yeah, we go. Yep. All
0: right. My underdog, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. Oh, again.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. No Not Again. again.
0: How many weeks have I gone oh on the God, Dolphins no now? It feels like a lot. Yeah. That's my. This is my third
1: week yep. going the Dolphins. You're one. You're uh. You've split them. You're fifty fifty. So at the moment with the Dolphins.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty. It's pretty good odds. Uh, can, I'm I'm fifty fifty for the year as well. I started hot and I've been shaky of late. You're pretty. You're pretty uh, hot and cold. too. literally <laughs> like
1: I'm just like lose win lose win lose win. So uh, yeah.
0: There you go. So you you do a loss. That's good. That's good for my Jags bet. Um, <laughs> oh no, no, can, Jags will can still only win by one, and I'll lose. Damn it. Yep. All right. I'm going, I'm going Dolphins. I like uh, the fact that Cutler's back. I think the expectations are going to be so, so, so low now that they've traded to Jai. They had that shocking week with Matt Moore that they were expecting possibly to be better than what they had with Cutler. Cutler thrives in these scenarios when everyone says, you know, he can't do anything he's done. He just comes out and flat out balls. And this is kind of one of those situations. And Oakland have had to go across country twice in a row now. This is a good spot, and I think Miami at two forty might be able to do it. And like the Raiders have improved, but they have. They, I think it's just a, there's been a little. There's been a few fluky things that you know are covering up just that they're not that great. I still, I'm still not that high on the Raiders.
1: Yep, traveling east to west as well. Um, which you know doesn't really help, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. it. Just it's just so hard to to pick Miami after the way their offense played last week. But that's an absolute low point. Like they like can't be any worse than that. And the the positive thing is, um, you, know, you want to you want a positive that as bad as Tampa and and New England's secondaries have been, you know who's last in in uh, DVOA pass defense. The Oakland um, Raiders, baby. <laughs> there you go. So uh there's a chance Devante Parker is back too, which will be a huge help for uh for the Miami. So I don't actually mind that, that at all. Um that's not a not the worst play in the world. I've got one last tip for everybody this week. Tyler Higby to score a touchdown. I don't know what price he will be, but the Giants have let a touchdown in to tight ends every game. So might be worth something. Just uh just uh something Never there. Watch. Yeah, just a little I'll specky. Do it now. Uh, I don't think uh, touchdown scorers go up before the weekend, um, so you might all have right. to look I'll if you're play. listening to this on a Saturday or Friday afternoon. Have a look, but yeah, it it might be the way we go. Anyway, all right. So we we had Mister NFL earlier this week uh, earlier this show. He took the Texans minus twelve versus Indianapolis. We didn't get the multi last week. My leg let us down. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but what is your leg for the multi out of your plays this week?
0: I wanna do the Jags just because <laughs>
1: <laughs> Then I'll take Bye. the Bengals straight. No. <laughs> <laughs> um Nah, I'll
0: go I'll uh I'll go Rams minus three and a half against the Giants.
1: I like that. All right, so the Rams minus three and a half against the Giants at a dollar ninety one. 91. I'm gonna take Detroit minus two and a half against Green Bay as my pick, um at a dollar ninety one 91 as well, and then the Texans uh, minus Minus uh, twelve against the Colts as well, so that'll give you odds just just underneath seven dollars there for you. If you're into a, into a multi, um, you could even if you wanted, you can do three lots of two if you want as well. Um, if you're worried that one of the legs is going to let us down, there you can do a couple of doubles as well. Josh, it's good to at least chat to you, even if it was for a tiny bit this week. Um, hopefully huh. we can we can get you back on next week for a full full slate of shows but uh yeah just life seems to get in the way sometimes hope people can understand and uh we'll we'll talk soon life's a bitch yep it's a saying isn't it it is a saying it's it's definitely a saying
0: has been the Punt return. Don't forget to check out readingtheplay.com to get the winning edge on all sports and racing. You can also check out all bets mentioned on today's podcast online at wootny.com. And make sure to follow each of the boys on Twitter at this is
1: woot and at jynfl. Or you can follow the podcast at
2: wootny. And as always, gamble responsibly.